Hello, children. It's another episode of Finding Happy with Happy Dad. Atimia is back. And we talk about the art of presentations. Whether it's a PowerPoint, an Excel sheet, a design that you worked on, a presentation basically is set up so that you can get the approval of either your employer, your coworkers, or a client. And I think that's what gets lost in most corporate cultures here. We forget that the point of having a presentation or presenting to other people is getting their approval. That's it. It's to get their buy-in on your idea or your proposal. And I think that's what gets lost in most corporate cultures. In this episode, we actually rant and talk about how we've dealt with bosses who've had certain styles and are very, we're very specific about the, the font, how things were indented. And they get lost in the objective of making a good presentation. And although we complain, we rant about all those nitpicks that our bosses made, those tips we actually use until today. And they were very valuable. So we'd like to share them with you. If you enjoy this episode, subscribe to the podcast. Ask me some questions. Foreverhappydad at gmail.com We are going to discuss the art of the PowerPoint and presentations. In the last episode, we talked about meetings. We talked about that culture, how it could be improved. What we're going to do now is we're going to talk about the actual PowerPoint, the presentation. And so just like last time, like, do you think that there's a difference between how the PowerPoint culture or the art of the PowerPoint is different from how it was in Manila and now in Singapore or in Hong Kong? No, I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I think it depends on the company, right? And mm. I think there are some, and more, most of, more often than not, you enter a company culture, you don't have the privilege of starting one unlike someone here, right? You, <laughs> where you were able to establish the norms. So mo- most often than not, most often than not, more often than not, you are late to the party. And in a way, mm. you have to kind of get with the program, however they're doing it at the party. Um, yeah. So I've been in companies where it's like, parang sinalpak na lang the whole dictionary into one slot. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> full of words. Yeah. I can't even, I don't... <laughs> And then you're expected to like just breeze through it as yeah. someone else <laughs> speaks, and it's, and he's not even reading it, but he has like different uh, voiceover. This part, huh? so should I be reading? Should I look at you? I don't oh, know. No, no. And then there's like the pakul and the really creative. Like I went at Disney, for example. I have to admit, um, mm. keynote, not PowerPoint, was at a like you know very. It, I I really learned. Um, the magic of of you know presenting there i mean i'm not i'm still not good at it but i think i learned from people who were great at it because mm. it was really delivering these beautiful images and honestly if you're presenting like star wars or, yeah you know what i mean mickey mouse obviously people will 
engage. Will engage, but their cre- their creative director was very specific about how presentations were made. So he created this Bible of like super stylized slides for whatever purpose. So even financial slides looked beautiful. So even mm. yeah. and I remember as someone as someone who was in the marketing team, even the business business planning documents would go through us. We just have to like make mm. it pretty because that's how that was a culture of Disney, you know? You have mm-hmm. to keep the magic alive even when it comes to the art of business. Um, and then now I think in my current role um, you know, at, at Ben & Jerry's, it's, it, it's a mix of both. You know, it's a, a mm. mix of um, kind of what's the pertinent information, but at the same time, keep it light, keep it friendly, keep it optimistic. So I, I truly believe that there's, everyone has a different culture. And you can't be that person who comes in and says to change it. Yeah, no, unfortunately you not. Don't, you don't. You don't think so? I think you can infu- infuse your personality, but if the whole point of a PowerPoint presentation is to convince people or to get yeah. people on your side or to get something done, then you have to speak it in their language, right? Exactly. And that was by my big mistake when I went from Disney to a company that had all the dictionary words in one slide and then just had like one photo on. Like, a f- like I, I suddenly yeah. sounded like an idiot. Like <laughs> the CEO was like, what is that? It's just a photo of like, uh, you know, like uh-huh. blue skies and then I'm supposed to talk through. <laughs> and oh my God, it really just didn't work. Um, <laughs> so you really have to learn the language or else you're, uh, you're, you, you, you can't succeed. That's 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 brilliant. Um, thank you for. I mean that you're making um, me make the write up for this episode so easy. Oh, okay. Love. <laughs> ako naman. Um, that's one thing uh, that goes. I think goes unnoticed. Yeah, the, the PowerPoint is a communication tool. Yes. Deba. But I do agree na depending on the culture and where, you know, the company that I worked for, it wasn't used na to um, communicate. Parang it was used as a parang attendance sheet na siya. Parang if you do not follow the exact guidelines Parang, mali mali, sorry. Na parang the focus was on the beauty or the, 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 the perfection of the PowerPoint. And it wasn't, how do we get these people to agree what we're trying to propose? Yeah. Yeah. Get small. So, I remember I spent, grabe. I spent like four days straight just finishing up a PowerPoint because they wanted all the charts. As in, yung talagang literal na Excel na yung each region in the fucking Philippines nasa Excel. Tas, yung font talagang, it's a house for ants. A school for ants. Ganon talaga na wala talagang maintindihan. 
sinisiksik namin sa PowerPoint. And then may, head, may header ka pa. Meron ka pang body on the side to describe Just the fucking parang new, newsletter. Parang Grabe. As in, if I, 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 I will look for my previous PowerPoints and how they wanted it or how it should have been done. Grabe. As in, wild. And ta- tama ka eh. Parang because of that, I lost na my personality. I wouldn't I would have been fine naman with okay, this power, uh this company likes PowerPoints with lots of data as support. You have a headline, you have your supporting statements. But I couldn't put my personality into it. Alam mo yun? And most of the time what happens is when you're focusing too much on the PowerPoint when you're actually presenting now which for me, and I'm a performer. Right? I, I perform on stage. Ha! <laughs> I'm a performer. I, it felt like going on stage and it felt like going on stage na meron akong meter kung nasa tono ako while singing. That's how it felt like. So I couldn't fucking sing. I couldn't perform. I couldn't, I couldn't entertain. So, anyway, um yeah, I mean I I really I did not get that. Um Diko na gets talaga yung why I think it goes back nga again to, 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 to the boss, no? Absolutely. And I think it's it's usually your manager is also very specific, right? Yeah. Um I've had managers who are so damn particular about like spacing. About yeah. the size of an image. My favorite is like, what is this photo? Why is it so pixelated? You want to get any kinds of things that, frankly, have actually helped. You know, at yes. the end of the day, they, they because it adds rigor. That you mm. you're more um, attuned to the details. You don't want mm. because at the end of the day, you you know why you want to be you want to be attuned to the details because you don't want any distractions. It's mm. like when you listen to stand up comedy, right? Usually, you know when the comedian is flowing, and then the moment he uh, trips on his own words, then suddenly mm. you feel this jarring, like, flop your next joke nya, because you're so distracted by him tripping on a couple of words. I don't know if that's just me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Similarly, for me, I don't want mistakes on my slides because I don't want people to have that same jarring feeling. Whatever the wrong spelling ko or like yung animation animation so like the wrong words come out at the wrong time. Super stupid. So at the end of the day, to your point, it is a communication tool. That's that's it. And you know what's interesting? I read about uh, the culture in, for example, in Netflix is quite legendary now. They don't do decks or they don't do PowerPoint. They just do mm-hmm. Google Docs so that everyone is on the same page. You know, you write it out. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows your thought process. And then they give feedback on that Google Doc. I don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can. I don't know. But it takes away all the pressure of the presenting but one thing I did want to talk to you about is the fact that you said perform. So mm. I actually, I was, I had 
when I had dinner with Ben earlier, my husband, um, for those listening, um, it, it was uh, it was interesting because I, I brought that up. I go, I, I wonder why I get performance anxiety when it comes to presenting. Like, I feel so nervous, even if I know the material so well, so much so, sometimes I swear to God, I lose English. words. Like, and I sound, I, in my head, uh, I sound like I had never spoken English before. And then one, you know, and then one fumbled sentence turns into two. And then suddenly I'm super nervous. And then he said, I think because you think of it as a performance. And if you don't, if you don't feel um, comfortable, if you don't feel conviction in the material, parang your performance sucks. And then in mm. his case, he's not a performer. He's a very shy guy, but he's an amazing presenter when I hear him mm. because he sees it as a conversation. <laughs> mm. like, um, he's like, it's a discussion, and I'm just taking them through some of my ideas. I'm not there to entertain them. <laughs> I'm not a showman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tama, tama. it's not my job to make sure that they pay attention because they, they have to. That's their job to pay attention. So I was just... Fascinated by that. I don't know. Maybe you and I can relate in that sense because. Yeah, I think uh, how we talked about it in the last episode, nga na, I think it goes back na naman to our yung culture of being submissive or parang not submissive. Yeah. Eh. Parang, oh, um, again, I have. Inferiority to, uh, I have, complex, you know? Yes, exactly. So parang, therefore, I can't fuck up. I can't fuck up. I can't fuck up. Pero if you put it in, you know, the perspective of I'm conversing with someone. If you're conversing with someone, would you be I can't fuck up. I can't fuck up. Yeah, this is not stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just a chat. So that's how he feels. But for us, it's stand-up it's comedy. It's like, oh my God, yeah. I have to like impress with this one presentation. But yeah. you'll likely have more. Yeah. And I think... Did you ever, I know, did you have, like, did you ever have someone in the office na was just, like, kakaiba sa galing? And then, like, every time you'd watch him or her, you'd be like, ang galing talaga nito. Like, fuck, but ang galing nito. Tapos... Ikaw ang gag, ikaw ang present and fumble, fumble, ganun. Did you have that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if they're magaling or I always just envy their confidence. Ah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And they, they have that ability to come in, speak exactly, speak, uh, art, they're articulate, meaning they, mm. they put their words together very beautifully. But on top of that, there's a warmth, there's a, there's a sense of, parang, I don't know, like like that person belongs there. And I, I, get, I get so envious because then here I am like super dressed up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially when I have a presentation, I'm super dressed up because I feel more confident. And this person just came in in like jeans and, but did a fantastic job. I don't know. A part of me wonders if that's like a natural thing or if they also work hard to cultivate it. And 
one lesson that I learned from Papa is I've always, I've always asked him for advice in this, you know, because he always seems like he knows exactly what he wants to say. And he says it so eloquently. And he speak, he has spoken to audiences like, you know, very powerful people, but at the same time, like 5,000 people in a big, big, you know, hotel ballroom. And he always told me that he prepares like a madman. Even, mm. even you know, both in both our weddings, this, his speeches he wrote like two weeks in advance. <laughs> and he he, yeah. he really absorbed them. Um, and in all of his presentations, or he told me there was this one instance where he was at a very like high powered meeting where he was the most like junior person in the room. And like, I think it was like a, like a global leader who like just pointed at him and said, um, okay, so Jerry, what are your thoughts on, and as the CEO was asking the question and Papa was waiting for him to finish the answer, he was already formulating his response in three, in three key points that he was like, okay, these are my key, key points. You know, you know what I mean? That's a high degree of, uh, neuroticism. That's what, but also it it means that there is an effort there that you didn't think I don't know because I feel like that's where I I, I want to be effortlessly prepared but there's no such thing effortlessly yeah, you, confident that's another you know that's another thing that goes unnoticed nga, na those that are really good I mean parang to really be good at presenting just really means that you have to prepare yeah. Um Absolutely. and when and for me though, I wanna flesh out lang yung preparation. Because I've had presentations na di ako natulog. Literally. Di ako natulog, um fixing every slide, learning every possible counter, uh question, all these things. But for example, I never said the words out loud. Yon. Another example is you finish the deck, everything, kahit two days before the meeting. And then I never read it as a whole. Yeah. You know, and then when you're up there na, you have, you have these bosses looking at you and then you're doing it. Tapos biglang dun mo lang. Ako, parang... Like you said, nawala ako sa flow. Mm. Parang, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, ito pala yung linagay ko. Oh no, oh no, oh no, paano ko ito, ito, ganyan, ganyan. So, nawala na ako. So, I think, yun nga eh, preparation would require you to know your weaknesses first. Yeah. And then, focus, focus on those things. Para that's where, what you prepare for. I mean, if you know that um, uh, mahina ka from, you know, in slides 10 to 15, then read more on it or parang ask people for help, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When, when, I, when I talk to sort of people who are, especially young people, right, who are starting to get into presenting, um, mm. I think there is a tendency to forget as I said, what, what the whole thing is for. And I know it's very corny, but it kind of, I, I, I draw it a lot from, you know, uh, my, my time in 
ABS-CBN, where it's like, what is the story, right? And sometimes it's that basic. What is the story that you want to tell with this slide or with this entire presentation? Because sometimes it's like, but I mean, my my weakness is financials. I mean, mm. numbers are like, I don't know, they're like a, obviously a language that I didn't really learn very well. Mm. And now I'm in a position where I have to read the reports, uh, look through the data and come up with in compelling insights. And ultimately, because I'm so intimidated by it, I put a lot of shit on a slide. And oh. every time I get up there, I spout it like it's like a report card, like, uh, yeah, engagement, 15%, CP. <laughs> sense. Um, like it doesn't make any sense. But when someone's told me that, like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> First of all, what's the main thing? Like knowing your part, what you want to get across. Do you want to tell your boss that we had a fantastic month um, mm. on social media? Is that what you want to want to get across? Or do you want to say, we need more money? So yeah. last month sucked because we underinvested. So it's not just like for the sake of being prepared, you put everything on a slide. I don't know. This yeah. is still something I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. Uh, um, that's the one thing. I, I know I talk a lot of shit about in previous work, but that's the one thing I really learned. Mm. And the sad thing is I learned that when I left, na the like, that that nga eh. so for our Christmas party last year sa Linya Linya what we what I what me and what Ali and I had them do was we made them into parang we made four groups uh, sorry two groups and they had to make a movie oh. mm, so they're like we assigned who's the director we get writer ganyan, ganyan, and make make two movies Pagandahan. So we screened it during the party. And na, the funny thing is, ginagawa ko ng mga tao. And then one of, dun sa script, dun sa dialogue, they kept using yung, apparently, I didn't even notice it. What I always say pala when people present, kasi we have month-end presentations. It's, and it's a discipline lang na parang, for me, I, I actually scratch the PowerPoint because people were uh, obsessing about the PowerPoint and they really didn't know. And apparently, yung tagline ko is, oh nga, pero ano ba yung kwento? Yeah! Love it. Ano ba? <laughs> ano ba talaga yung kwento? Huh? Ano ba takeaway? <laughs> I don't say takeaway. Pero ang point ko is, oh nga, okay, ang dami mong sinasabi. Kasi if, ang, ang pinupush ko lang is, if hindi mo alam yung sinasabi mo, Hey, you're in charge of that. Mm. Yeah. I don't care if you miss a comma or, you know, you're off by whatever. I just want to know if you know the story. Because that means, that shows me that you know what you're doing and I can have confidence in letting you run that thing. Mm. And for me, the biggest frustration is I want to give you autonomy. You have to show but you have to show me that, you know, I can let you go. Parang, at least, para kasi ako, for me, my, my thinking is, if 
you can run it on your own, please. Kasi ayoko ako na. That's the I problem. I just have 15 minutes, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gig. Kasi, kasi I think, I think yung, yung boomer generation nga. For some reason, in fairness to our, in fairness to Papa, hindi siya ganon. He wants leaders. He wants to make leaders ganyan. And I think I, ako, I got that from him naman. Pero most boomers or the ones I worked for, super micro-fucking manager. Yeah. So, hindi yun yung purpose nila when, when someone presents. It's not, how do I form this person into a leader? How do I form this person? It's, how do I make this person like me? How do I make this person fit, ano, parang satisfy my fucking cravings? Dun, dun oh, your cravings. Cravings talaga yung, ah, sorry. It's not an exaggeration. It's really cravings. Like, huh, bakit hindi mali? Alam yun? Anyway. I know exactly uh, the kind of person you're talking about. And I've worked for them and it's just, ugh. Like one, one of one crazy lady boss that I had before actually said to me, you because know, I found the spacing in between three different columns were, were equal. And she said to me in the middle of a presentation with, uh, in front of five different people, not too much, mm-hmm. but still, she's like, you know, when you not fixing the spacing, it shows that you don't respect me. Oh, that's like. Like, <laughs> I do respect you, but I also, you know, like I, it was an honest mistake. Also. I mean, now, of course, I'm much more mindful of my spacing because of uh, that comment. So my trauma done, but like, uh, oh. but I, I'm pretty sure because like some, some of my employees are listening to this and Sorry. Yung sina, sinabi ko, hindi, yung sinabi ko dun sa last episode na halu, na halu ko nga yung boomer and yung um, millennial sides ko. Mm-hmm. And I think I've, I have done that. Alam mo yun, parang, I think I've said that na, na parang, um, na parang, you don't care about, you don't care about it because it's, it's, it's sloppy. Yeah. Pero okay, okay naman siguro yung column with whatever. Pero for me, lantaran yung kwari, you, you present 2016 numbers when you're supposed to present 2020. Doon ako med- mag-wild ako. So anyway, uh, within I reason, guess... Within reason naman. That's definitely within yun. reason. Because if the whole point is for them to communicate <laughs> yun, the 2020, why would they show yun. 2016? Yun, doon ako nag Kasi parang... Ano ba? Ikala ko ba pag-uusapan natin ano nangyayari, ano nangyayari this year and ano ang gagawin natin? So, just to add, another Bezos thing. I mean, you know he's known to be like <laughs> a tyrant. I don't know why you keep citing huh? him. <laughs> so, uh, Amazon Bezos... has like the worst reputation. Really? For corporate culture, yeah. No, oh? but you know why? Because supposedly that because they're so obsessed with pleasing the consumer or ple- pleasing their customers that it is at the expense of the mental well-being of their employees. Okay, it's like a really like a uh, hard, hard work it's culture. It's for the customers. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, dun sa kay Bezos was um, his requirement is that people will never present bawal ang PowerPoint in Amazon. Oh, okay. He's one of those. Okay. They can only present if it they can only present if it's in the form of a press release. Oh, interesting. So, Kwari, I'm going to, I, I work in Amazon. I want something approved. I will submit it as what it would be seen on Rappler Labo. Pero Kwari, it's seen on, um, yeah, pero parang yun yung point. No meetings, no meetings, huh? just, yeah. Just some press Bezo. releases. Stack of press Bezo. releases. <laughs> like the press I, are like, like we've, we've seen enough releases from you guys. Because parang ang point niya is, oh yun, back nga to the consumer. Kasi parang sinasabi niya na, if, um, if I read this on Quarant Time or CNN, and it's not, newsworthy. it's not gonna fly. Newsworthy. Or it's not. It it doesn't make sense. Then let's not do it. Well, I, I, okay. bullshitty na my press release thing because there are a lot of nitty gritty little things that some poor finance guys making a fucking <laughs> press release or like an HR <laughs> making a press release about oh wow so basically like Amazon is a publicity firm. Um. Uh, I mean, I guess that's a good kind of um, discipline, I guess, if you think in terms of headlines. You know, they say that the ele- you have to learn how to do your elevator pitch in job interviews. You know, yeah. again, like, oh, that's, it's a really hard thing to master. Um, so, so actually, ang, ang ginawa naman namin, so we, 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 we did, we've been doing it for a year and a half. Have you been asking the linea linea guys to make press releases? No, so oh for a year God. and a half. So in fairness, kasi, honestly, like ako naman, I'm happy because like I'm pushing rin naman, like people who had never experienced presenting. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 been a great exercise rin for them. Ang point ko nga is if magquit kayo dito and you go to another company, I'll be happy knowing na you won't settle for a job that. No, that doesn't match how challenged you were here. Parang ganon. So, kami ni Ali, a year and a half, and it's usually just Ali, like, sitting and just like, oh no. Parang, and it's me, like, hindi, pero bakit ganyan? Ganyan, ganyan. So, um, anyway, after, I think, the first six, seven tries of may maraming flop, ganon, people were learning, I asked them to do it on Word. Na if hindi niyo makwento sa akin without a PowerPoint, then you didn't, you don't know what's going on in your department. Parang mm. So I think that's yun yung concept ng Amazon. Na kung hindi mo gets, kung, kung hindi mo gets or hindi mo makwento sa akin ng parang nagchichikan lang tayo over lunch, then you're doing something wrong. So with that said, ikaw at mia. Okay, cool. What would you, what would you recommend na what are, parang, what are your tips when making a big presentation or a pitch? 
for me, I think it's still, as we talked about, it's always about preparation. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really feel that I think, I don't know, growing up as the class clown, and you were the class clown, mm -hmm. and Cello was the class clown, I feel like um, being overly prepared or overly or overstudying was such a, I felt I had an allergy to it. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, ah, extemporaneous, spontaneous speaker. The, the best speakers are the spontaneous speakers. But when you really look at it, right, who are the geniuses in public speaking? It's always Barack Obama, always cited, Jerry Seinfeld, or whatever, whoever comedian you like. Um, even, um, I would say, I guess, even, even CEOs, right? When they, when, they, when they have these press interviews. And the reason why they're all fantastic is because they mapped it out in their head, studied their key messages over and over and over again, and, and then it becomes second language. So they're hitting the right notes each time. And stand-up comics, who are actually the world's class clowns and best performers, are super studied, are super prepared. So I feel like even in the corporate world or even at, in a work environment, I, I think even if it's writing it out in a Word document or putting bullets in your PowerPoint slide notes, it's so worth it. Even yeah. just to clear the head. Um, yeah. Especially now in the age of all this remote working, you don't you don't draw energy from the people within the room. So sometimes I think that helps the banner and you have the the warm-up that we talked about. But if walang ganon, you just log in. Hi, everyone. This is Mia. Mm. How's everyone doing? Chica, chica, and then no response. And then, yeah. okay, let me just share my screen. It's awkward. Walang flow. So I think that's my number one, really. Prepare. And yeah. going back to even my meeting lesson, just know that your time, everyone's time is valuable. So one of the things that you should prepare for is the content, obviously, and make sure that it's within the time that you've been given. I think it's super selfish for you to, like, take everyone through a 50-slide document within, like, 15 minutes. But then <laughs> I think the 15-minute culture is, uh, is your signature move. <laughs> I haven't, I've never been invited to a 15-minute <laughs> Uh, uh, um, just to add to that mine would be well you said this for the in the previous episode know your audience mm -hmm. um, again if you know who's going to whose approval you need the most then know his or her language yeah if that person is into numbers then prepare um, if that person is into hanash on the PowerPoint, then fill it with hanash. And then my last is know, know your objective. As in, yeah. um, be before the meeting, before the presentation, know what you want to happen. Because if you know what you want to happen, then even if you stumble, even if... You know, you like you said, ito, yun nga, if you're a stand-up comedian, nadapa ka or nag nag uh, nag stutter ka or something, 
Pero alam mo naman kung ano yung, parang kumbaga, ano yung panghatid mo pa uwi. Yeah. Then, you're gonna make it. <laughs> and, if you know your objective and you're prepared and you know your audience, no matter what questions are thrown at you, you are, you are set to, you know, take it on. And the confidence will come from that. Mm-hmm. Diba? Yung, yung, the appearance of, of um, being easy breezy and cool yeah will will happen exactly oh well i i totally agree with that and one last thing just and this is a very technical thing so sometimes you don't really know exactly who your audience is because you're talking to like say if you're talking to a sales team that's like 40 people or 100 people or 200 people i just think um, find the lowest common denominator or find or, or just accept that people process information differently, right? Mm. Some people yeah. are visual, so they like to read. Some people mm. are like <laughs> a lot of visuals um, or some people like to listen, you know? So I think mm. it's just finding, making that generalization first. I wait, sales team, kailangan. I know, like in, for, for, I've had so much experience where it's like, dapat key headlines, yun lang maalala nila. Diba? Mm. Like, what, are, what are the takeaway points? It doesn't matter with all the details. It's just, what are the what are the USPs of the product? Big, bold letters. Make it easy for them to remember. Because the venue is a big mm. venue. They're not, you know, don't go into a lot of detail. But then if it's a finance thing, ayo, just remember they want to read. They want to go through the numbers. And, I think it's a technical, but I, I think it's been helpful for me to remember that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and uh, no, don't read the slides. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it's a basic, naman yun, pero, uh, I just remember like my first. Uh, I I've I've seen people like, oh my god, ang haba ng like. Today's objective is uh, volume is down by ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Oh my God. Anyway, Timia, I'm going to have you back on the show. Uh, thank you. This was so much fun. This was brought to you by LinkedIn. <laughs> Thanks, Timia. Thank you, Jim. Always good talking to you. <laughs> <laughs>